0: a disaster—a podcast about disasters and the music they make us listen to. I'm Peter, and I'm here with my co-host Lee. Hi. And you're joining. <laughs> Fuck. And you're joining. That's good. I like that. That's a sultry intro. I yeah. like it. And you're joining us for a Tragedy Tuesday on this New Year's Eve. Hey, Happy New Year, everyone! Yeah. Or is it crappy New Year? Is it crappy? Well, if you're if you're listening we'll to a Disaster that. podcast and you're listening to a Tragedy Tuesday, yeah, then might be crappy. Might be a cramping. If you're new here, thanks for coming. If you want to get the full picture, so we do all these in, uh, episodes sort of individually. They're kind of nice, tight, self-contained packages, but every now and then we do a callback to an episode in the past. So we recommend checking those out if you want to be fully in the know. Yeah. If you're a completionist, if you like the box set of everything. exactly. Get the, get the full DVD everything. I personally can't... St-
1: And not knowing
0: what someone's talking about. They make a reference. So do that. Yeah. Do that. Uh, If you want to help us out, you can subscribe wherever you listen, leave us a review, and tell all of your friends. And
1: now, I'm just going to get Lee to take it away. All right. Tragedy Tuesday from yours truly. I've never had to do this before, but I got to give a little disclaimer for this episode. Okay. Parts of it are a little gross. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And parts might be disturbing. So, oh, good God. Like, well, I, you know, I know some people like they'll listen to podcasts in the car yeah, with right. the kids in the back oh, or enough. doing the dishes or whatever. Yep. This might be one for the headphones. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay.
0: You know. We have talked about some grim <laughs> shit and you've never had to say that. No, So it's,
1: well, let's, now I'm on let's edge. See. Let's see what happens. So I want to just get your impression. Well, I'm going to throw a name at you. Okay. I want to see what you know sure. or don't know. Sounds so, good. Gigi Allen. Nope. Nothing, eh? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up. Oh, God. (laughs) So, without giving away too much off the top, Kevin, Michael, Gigi, Mm -hmm. Mm Allen, was a walking, talking disaster. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) My favorite kind of disaster. Yeah. In the guise of a punk rock singer, songwriter, and performer. Okay. Throughout the... Well, starting in the late 70s, 80s, and into the 90s. Yeah. So... Let's uh, do a little, uh, this is your life, GJ. Oh God, I'm (laughs) so nervous. A little walkthrough. So Alan was born Jesus Christ Alan. Sorry, birth name. Great start. Great start. Good start.
0: (laughs) You're off to a good start. Talk about
1: setting your kid up for life. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, In Lancaster, New Hampshire on August 29th, 1956. Okay. Why such a name? one might ask why not <laughs> why not what since we're on the topic well Gigi's father told Gigi's mother mm-hmm. aka his wife mm-hmm. right, sure. <laughs> that yeah. uh, Jesus Christ himself mm-hmm. the actual the m- actual yep. uh, had visited him and told him that his newborn son would be a great man in the vein of the Messiah okay so, so totally healing the sick bringing the dead back to life Water into wine, that kind of thing. Uh, during early childhood, Alan's older brother Merle yep. was unable to pronounce Jesus mm-hmm. properly, so yep. he called him G
0: Oh, that's kind of cute. Hence,
1: G G. Like right. it's it's two G's. Oh, when I say okay. G-G, Alan, oh, that's kind of cute. Picture it. Yeah, yeah. It's the only cute part of the story. okay oh, good. <clears throat> so the Allen family lived in a log cabin with no running water or electricity. In Groveton, New Hampshire. Not what I was picturing, but okay. Mm, His father was an abusive religious fanatic who threatened his family with death. And just to illustrate that these threats were anything but idle, he dug graves for them in the cellar. (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> Just to put the period at the end of the sentence. I mean,
0: I guess that'll make sure you stay in line. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I've yeah. Got, I've got your grave. <laughs> you want to look at your
1: grave? Yeah, it's ready. It's yeah. not a problem. <laughs> yeah. All it needs is Digging in, it was hard. Filling it in, not a problem for me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So, in an essay titled The First 10 Years, uh, Alan wrote that his father wished to kill his family in a murder suicide, mm-hmm. that he despised pleasure. Quote. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's wow. funny to me.
0: Uh, he he <laughs> says he despised pleasure, but he also
1: dug three graves in the basement. I so mean, I don't know if- Who does that? If that's a, not fun. Yeah, you know, happy fun boy. Yeah. And he allowed his family very little contact with others. Okay. Uh, they lived a primitive existence where they were more like prisoners than family. Okay. Uh, according to Gigi, his mother first attempted to escape okay. before filing for divorce. But Gigi, Gigi's father thwarted this attempt by kidnapping Gigi. Okay, I feel like the law would have something to say about that. I feel like yeah, maybe they weren't so much of a presence. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair in enough. These rural also. So she called.
0: tried to escape, and then she tried filing for divorce. Yeah, probably should have just started probably with a divorce. Started the divorce. If that was an op-
1: if that was if that was on the table. I get. I mean, sure. Not not as sounds like a stressful situation. uh, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) she was probably a little beat down. Alan said that he was glad to experience such an upbringing as it made him a warrior soul at an early early age. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, 1961, Gigi's mother filed for divorce from his father as his mental instability was worsening. Right. Imagine that. Oh, oh, getting worse. (laughs) Getting worse. Digging three graves (laughs) in the basement. Okay. Good. 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 I think something's wrong with that. He's not shoveling with the normal. glue Exactly. (laughs) From that point on, the Allen brothers were raised by their mother and stepfather, eventually settling in East St. Johnsbury, Vermont in 1966. Okay. Gigi's name was legally changed from Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. to Kevin Michael Allen in 1962. Kevin's better. It's a little better. Yeah. It's not as harsh. Yeah. As mother hoping to give her son a chance at not being bullied during his first year at school mm-hmm. and beyond. Gigi was a poor student, he's placed in special education classes okay. and required to repeat the 3rd grade. You're a little younger than me did. Like, yeah. do you remember kids failing? There was
0: one kid in my grade. He joined us in going into grade 7, I think. Okay. That's the only person I can think of. Really? Yeah.
1: No, like not in grade school. Like it happened to mm-hmm. not. I wouldn't say a lot, but there was like no. at least a kid a year who failed. Really? It was like left back. Wow. Okay. It was like not for over.
0: Uh, yeah. Not for. Not for me. No. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, I just don't think it would never happen. I no Child think. Left Behind or something. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Now I feel like parents would sue the school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to oblivion. It would not go well. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so yeah, he had to repeat third grade. According to older brother Merle, he did end up being bullied after all, despite oh, okay. the name change, uh, for nonconformity. During his second year of high school, he began showing up in a sort of glammy version of... Cross dressing or drag. Oh, okay. Which said was inspired by the New York Dolls. Okay. Sort of a pre punk kind of glam band. Okay, cool. Carving out his own niche. Yeah, exactly. Going against the grain. Yep. Yep. So when he's asked about his childhood, Alan said that it was very chaotic, full of chances and dangers. We sold drugs, stole, broke into houses, cars. Did whatever we wanted to for the most part, including all the bands we played in. People even hated us back then. All right. A little there. Good outlook. Alan started his foray into music as a drummer, <laughs> although he would also attempt writing songs with an acoustic guitar. Okay. His initial influences were British Invasion type bands, right. Stones, Beatles, yes. Dave Clark Five. Yep. Alice Cooper became a huge influence on Alan once hmm. he started making waves okay. in the early 70s. Yeah one of the original shock rockers. Right. So that's important. Yep. Gigi formed his first band, Little Sister's Date, while in his mid-teens. His brother Merle played bass. The band lasted a little over a year, playing mainly cover songs, Aerosmith Kiss. Right. And other popular rock bands at the time. Right, yeah, yeah, okay. Once punk rock hit, both Gigi and Merle became huge fans, the Ramones and the Stooges right. uh, being of particular interest. Okay. So shortly after graduating high school in 1975, Alan formed a band called Malpractice with his brother again mm-hmm. and a couple other school chums yeah. for which he was the drummer okay malpractice lasted until 77 mm-hmm. he then became the drummer for the band strip search no merle this time the strip shirt the strip Shirt. the strip search, <laughs> the strip search. i miss sean, sean connery, connery. <laughs> strip, strip, strip. they released one seven inch single featuring alan on drums in 1981 okay check Discogs and get that on somewhere in the neighborhood with 300 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. For a record. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. It gets crazy on there. Okay.
0: That's actually true. I remember looking for, I I think it was like a cigarros.
1: Okay. Tack vinyl. Oh. I think, like, average price was, like, 200 bucks. Or <laughs> anyway. Alan also performed as front person for The Jabbers, okay. or actually, later be known, Gigi Allen and The Jabbers. Okay. Uh, from 1977 to 1984, mm-hmm. and he actually played all the drums on the recordings as well. Okay. This band would, again, feature Merle. Okay. On bass. Mm-hmm. Allen's debut solo album was 1980s, always was, and is, and always will be. That's... The name or... Yeah, it's the name of the album. Fair enough. I thought you were saying that the album is and always will be. And it always will be. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) No. (laughs) Dumb Uh, joke. Carry on. (laughs) Yeah. The album featured songs, also recorded by the Jabbers. Uh, By this point, Gigi's behavior was becoming uncontrollable and vicious. Okay. The Jabbers eventually disbanded as a result. Okay. So Alan fronted many acts during the early to mid 80s. These include the Cedar Street Sluts. Okay. The Scumfucks. So names guaranteed to get radio play. Basically. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was the goal, clearly. Try for the mainstream. And the Texas Nazis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow the worst of the three. Yeah. <laughs> many of these were basically Gigi Allen doing his thing with whatever group of musicians could stand him. at the time. But it was music was pretty much interchangeable, but it would get sort of raunchier and nastier throughout the Mm -hmm. eighties. His initial material with the Jabbers in the late seventies was quite good. Mm -hmm. Vocally, he was quite Tuneful, and even provided vocal harmonies for himself. Oh, nice. Lyrically, things started off pretty explicit from the get-go and just got more and more insane. Okay. Song titles include Bite It, You Scum. Okay. I Wanna Fuck Myself. All right. I Wanna Piss On You. Okay. Eat My Diarrhea. This, okay. Those are like some of the tamest. Really? (laughs) Wow. Or tamer. I had to pick and choose. I didn't (laughs) want to go feel like 10 on 10.
0: That's like a that's like a bratty eight year old who just learned these words trying to name songs. Yeah, you're smell my farts. Yeah, exactly. Write that one down. down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. So you're not wrong. You're on the right track. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite song? Oh, it's uh, Eat My Diarrhea by the Texas Nazis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. We don't have to talk anymore. Oh, good.
1: (laughs) how do I get this person out of my life forever? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Alan gained wider attention with the release of his 1987 album, Hated in the Nation, okay. containing tracks from Alan's out of print catalog with the Jabbers, the Scumfucks, and the Cedar Street Sluts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the album also featured several cuts, both studio and live with a lineup of, of notes that featured Jay Mascus on lead guitar. Okay. He's the guy, he's Dinosaur Jr. Basically. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Weird, okay. Right? Well, I guess out of every tragedy comes some <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> I mean, he's many things, but he's also like a ripper guitar player. Yeah, so, right. And sort of punk rock background. So that's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, sweet. So yeah, J masses would go on to form Dinosaur Jr. Sweet. Down the road. Okay. Um, Did, didn't stay in the Texas Nazis? Uh, no. Okay. Didn't stick around. Yeah, missed opportunity. Mm, yeah, I know. Probably just had some, <laughs> I don't know, it's So it was around this time, uh, mid to late 80s, uh, Gigi was addicted to heroin and -hmm. alcohol Mm -hmm. and generally used and abused any intoxicants provided to him. This is a common theme. Yeah. Things are going to get better from here, right? right? No. Gigi Allen first defecated on stage in 1985. (laughs) Oh, God. At a show in Peoria, Illinois. Oh, good.
0: (laughs) So was this planned or did you just really need to go? Is it? Na- okay. I see.
1: Okay. <laughs> Fellow performer, bloody mess. <laughs> okay. Another punk rock extremist uh-huh. at the time mm-hmm. who opened the show. Sure. And a little quote from him. Okay. Good. I was with him when he bought the x Lacs.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Does that clear that, things up for you? Clear, that clear is <laughs> crystal clear now. Not that. Not that thing when you're like pre-show, like oh, I gotta poop. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, Unfortunately, he ate it hours before the show, so he constantly (laughs) had to hold it in, or he would have shit before he got on stage. Am I a child for finding this hilarious? Um, Okay. No, you're a normal person. Okay, good. Uh, After he shit on stage, complete chaos broke out in the hall. You don't say. Mm. Would you say the shit hit the fans? (laughs) Uh, All of the old men in charge of the hall... It sounds like it was like a Kiwanis or like oh god, some, like, moose lodge or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, went to It's a church nuts. basement. Yeah, oh god. Yeah, okay. Uh, hundreds of confused punk kids were flipping out, running out the door because the smell was incredible. Oh, did it smell roughly like someone took a shit on stage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not unimaginable. Oh, my God. Defecation became a regular part of his stage act. Oh, it went so well the
0: first time. <laughs> I might as well. Can't go back now. Now it's
1: my thing. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> you weren't kidding. Crappy New Year. Yeah, a crappy <laughs> New Year. <laughs> One of Alan's idols was country singer Hank Williams, who mm-hmm. he saw as a kindred spirit since they were both road-weary musicians who loved booze and drugs. Mm-hmm. Alan released a couple, <laughs> and they both shit all over the stage. <laughs> I can't. Did you know that about <laughs> oh God, I can't. Hey, you looking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh shit, my back. I don't know this if I'm gonna stupid. be able to hold it together for the rest of this episode. Uh, if I, if I just if, if I just cut out now, it's because I can't do it. I'll just I'll just tell the story to myself. Okay, okay. Carry on. Uh, Alan released a couple of country albums as a result. Uh, The Troubled Troubadour and Carnival of Excess. Both of which were basically Alan on acoustic guitar. All right. So that was a little sort of juxtaposition to his usual stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Not really what you'd expect to come from the the shitting punk rocker. Right. His punk material from this period, on Mm -hmm. the other hand, saw his vocals evolving... From, like I said, he's he's a pretty good singer at first, into sort of this sort of tuneless barking. Okay. He also began performing many spoken word pieces around okay. this time. That was a very, like, 80s, early 90s thing to do. Yeah, it didn't tell like uh, you. Uh, Rollins. Rollins, yeah. Rollins did a lot, <laughs> yeah. of Jella Biafra. Right. A lot of spoken word going on. Right, yeah. I saw Rollins, spoken word. Oh, you did? That's pretty cool. Oh, Port man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I wish the words that he would speak were, I'm going to play in Black Flag some more. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> That's not happening. Uh, nope. And even these would occasionally erupt into violence. Okay. These just spoken words. Spoken words. Yeah. 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 We're so, talking about the kind of antagonist. things that you like
0: snap at instead of clapping.
1: Yeah. Did someone not snap and he took a shit on them? That's that's one move now. He wrote to and visited convicted serial killer John Wayne Gacy in prison a number of times. Uh Gacy painted a portrait of Alan. He's a painter. My other things. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's notable for a few other things. He's known for
0: being a painter and other things. (laughs) Did they bond over their their light-hearted childhood? Probably. Yeah, probably.
1: Probably. Yep. So by this point, Alan's performances often resulted in considerable damage to venues and sound equipment, mm-hmm. were regularly stopped by police mm-hmm. or venue owners after only a few songs. Right. Alan was charged with assault and battery mm-hmm. or decent exposure a mm-hmm. number of times. He basically performed naked. Okay. And he. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he had a tiny little. Okay. It's so weird. Fair man. enough. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: guess performing naked and getting in trouble for it is all about how you do it. Yeah. I'm thinking back to Woodstock 99. Right, right. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. And Flea playing naked. Yeah. He can get away with it because he's not, I don't know, shooting on the shitting stage. Shooting on the stage and <laughs> bashing
1: the mic into his head until he bleeds. And they were playing the song Fire while they're lighting right. Woodstock on fire. Yeah, but they thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Episode seven. Yep. Check it out. <laughs> it's a good one. His constant touring was usually interrupted only by jail time or by long hospital stays for broken bones, blood poisoning, and other physical trauma. Okay. Constant threats of suicide Mm -hmm. became a recurring thing for Gigi. Okay. In 1989, he wrote a letter to punk fanzine Maximum Rock and Roll stating that he would die by suicide on stage on Halloween 1989. He was, however, incarcerated when the day came. Oh. He continued this threat or claim or Promise. Sure. Whatever it was. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Each following year, but ended up in jail each following Halloween. okay by design maybe I yeah know. possibly oh, yeah. Halloween's coming up yeah brick through a window right oh, I couldn't do
0: it again guys sorry, sorry in jail the damn pigs got me I again don't know what keeps happening
1: <laughs> here's a, a quote of his mm-hmm. thoughts on suicide yeah. it's like I've got this wild soul that just wants to get out of this life it's too confined in this life I think that to take yourself out at your peak if you could die at your peak your strongest point then your soul will be that much stronger in the next existence. Everyone needs a philosophy, Uh, I guess. I find it interesting that for all his sort of nihilism that he believes in an afterlife. Right. (laughs) Yeah, good point. Odd. It's (laughs) that Jesus Christ thing again.
0: Yeah, although suppose if you believe that you're going to get a do-over, then maybe that gives you a bit of confidence to...
1: I don't know. Shit on a stage. Slush it all down the toilet the first time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Late 89 saw Alan arrested and charged with assault Mm -hmm. with intent to do great bodily harm less than murder of a female acquaintance in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay. Uh, In a psychological evaluation made as part of the trial, Alan was judged as having at least average intelligence and was described as courteous, cooperative, and candid. Okay. Hmm. Well, this is polite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice as pie. Did he take a shit (laughs) on the witness (laughs) stand? No. It doesn't say. Okay, fair enough. But it didn't say he didn't. Well. So we can assume he did. Let's assume he did. Yeah. Uh, The unnamed evaluator noted that Alan did not appear psychotic and seemed comfortable with his own unorthodox lifestyle. Right. However, the same evaluator Mm -hmm. also asserted that Gigi was dependent on alcohol and had a mixed personality disorder with narcissistic, borderline, and masochistic features. Those are the worst ones. Allen initially denied the charges, claiming that the woman was a willing participant in their sexual activities. Mm -hmm. He admitted to cutting her, burning her, and drinking her blood, but insisted that she did the same thing to him. Okay. Due to inconsistencies in the woman's story... Mm That old bullshit. Right. Alan was able to plea bargain to the reduced charge of felonious assault and he was in prison from December 25th, 89 to mm-hmm. March 26th, 91. Okay. That's a stretch. Sure, yeah. That's not insignificant. Yeah. <laughs> I would think he probably did all right in prison. <laughs> like probably really in <laughs> his element. Seems like
0: the kind of, uh, I feel like the advice is either find the biggest guy and beat the shit out of him all right. or be so crazy that people don't no mess with No one you. wants to come. So that I've,
1: guy covered in his own poo. Yeah. Stay away from me. Yeah, that guy came to prison naked and just took a dump on the <laughs> yeah. floor. So maybe... Maybe he's the leader don't. of our gang yeah. now. <laughs> maybe he's in charge now. <laughs> yeah. After his release, Alan skipped parole to go on another tour. Okay. Footage of which was shot for a Documentary that came out a little later. I'll talk about that a little later. Let's document me skipping out on parole. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> 1991, Alan released the album The Murder Junkies, mm-hmm. featuring Anti Scene as his backing band. They were a fairly popular hardcore band at the time. Okay. Alan's growing notoriety led to appearances on various television talk shows. Oh, good. They let him uh, on TV. Oh, yeah. Uh, Geraldo, Jerry Springer, and The Jane Whitney Show. The first two I probably would have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> and the third no, I never, never heard of. <laughs> uh, on Geraldo, he stated that he believed his body to be a temple of rock and roll and that his flesh, blood, and bodily fluids were communion to the people. Oh, he's just <clears throat> spreading the good he's word. Just spreading the good okay. Word. Exactly. Well, you put it that he way. He had it all wrong. Yeah. The smell almost becomes terrible. <laughs> the smell is like a gift. Yeah. On Springer, he appeared alongside a 17-year-old fan of his, mm-hmm. as well as her sister and father, okay. who he ended up starting a relationship with. The father? Mm, I wish. No, this no is the No, the kid. The 17-year-old. The child. <laughs> on the Jane Whitney show, he once again reasserted that he planned to die by suicide on stage, taking as many fans as he could with him oh okay now it's a terrorist threat yeah, exactly. <laughs> he clarified this by stating he would either inspire them to also commit suicide or he would simply kill them <laughs> <laughs> and i think i remember hearing a story well closer to then like, yeah about one of, he said he was going to stick a, stick a dynamite up his ass. (laughs) What is with the, why the ass? Also, I like that he
0: clarifies, I vow that I will end my life on stage and take as many fans with me. No, 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 don't like, I can see the confusion in your eyes. No, 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 no. I'm either going to make them kill themselves or I will kill them myself.
1: (laughs) That's not what I was
0: confused about. (laughs)
1: That's just, That's both. I
0: I didn't need that clarification. Mm -hmm. I understood. Yeah, I get it.
1: (laughs) That was on TV? That was on TV. Perfect. Same appearance. He also stated that at age 35, Mm -hmm. he could have relations, I just said relations, Mm -hmm. (laughs) with Mm -hmm. 12, 13, and 16-year-old girls, boys, and animals, and claimed that he raped both women and men at his concerts. Ugh. That's not good. No. Alan's last show was on... June 27th, 1993, Okay, at a small club called The Gas Station, a punk club in Manhattan. Okay. During the second song, mm-hmm. after the now predictable... Mm, Pee-pee-poo-poo blood fest. Spreading the good word. Yeah, The venue cut the power and barricaded themselves in the sound booth. Okay. (laughs) Which was much to their very good fortune fenced off for some reason. Right. Okay. (laughs) Alan and his fans trashed the club, after which he began walking the streets naked, covered Uh with blood and feces. Uh Uh-huh. Some clothing was quickly procured for him and he continued walking through the neighborhood Followed by a large group of fans. Okay. After walking the streets for almost an hour, Alan and friends eventually went to his buddy uh, Johnny Puke's apartment. You know Johnny Puke? I think we've all known Johnny He's Puke. A good guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> yes. There he and others continued to party and use drugs. Mm-hmm. Sometime during the evening, Alan ingested large amounts of heroin, on which he accidentally overdosed and slipped into an unconscious state and eventually died. Oh, boy. Sometime during the early morning of June 28th, 1993. Okay. So, he almost died on stage. <laughs> yeah, not quite. Thanks a lot, Johnny Swing Puke. Swing and a miss, Johnny Puke. His funeral took place on July the 3rd, at which his bloated, unpreserved corpse was dressed in his black leather jacket and trademark jock strap. I can only assume that he requested not to be embalmed. Actually, it's, it's a, as per his brother Merle's request, the mortician okay. was instructed not to wash the corpse or apply any makeup. Okay. But maybe it was just an agreement that they sure. had. Sure. Yeah. Seems like the kind of he thing they would wanted do. This. he would do. He would have wanted it that way. <laughs> the funeral became a bit of a party with friends posing with the corpse and placing drugs and whiskey in its mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somehow I feel like he'd approve. I feel like that was just he was loving it. That same year after his death uh, filmmaker Todd Phillips old school. Yep. Hangover. Uh-huh. Joker. Yep. Released I think it was his first movie That documentary Hated. Okay. And that was when he was following him on that tour after he jumped parole. Oh really? Todd Phillips filmed that? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I had no idea. It's called Hated Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies. Okay. It contains graphic scenes from mm-hmm. a different performance not right. his last performance. Okay. Allen gave Also in Manhattan, which features a heavily intoxicated Alan stripped naked, shit on the floor, wipe it on himself and throw it at the audience, as well as throwing beer bottles, breaking a woman's nose and assaulting several people in the crowd. I can just see Todd Phillips behind the camera being like, I got to make comedies. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to rethink this documentary (laughs) thing. Yeah. It also features other Alan performances yeah. as well as interviews with Gigi yeah. his band and their fans yeah. as well as footage from the funeral okay. and then the 1997 DVD release had all the footage from his final concert that I was describing yeah. that's why I was describing in such detail because right, yeah, yeah. it's all on film Okay, so I was added to the bonus material it's a really great well it's an interesting movie <laughs> <Is> you <laughs> is should it on, watch it is it on like YouTube or do you have to find it I think it is on YouTube okay it wouldn't be hard to find but mm-hmm. there's two, two moments I really like so I was talking earlier about how he would do uh, spoken word appearances yep. and even those would get nuts. Yeah. So there was one he did on that tour and he would do them in like, he would just go to like university sometimes. So right. it would be like a talk at Ottawa U in this sort of small amphitheater. Yep. And yep. there he is. <laughs> and he, so the clothes come off immediately and I think at that point he took bananas and started mushing them up and sticking them up his ass. Okay. And then he, I think he says, i like, everyone come on stage. I want, And I was like, no, no. He's no. like, okay, I'll come get you. And the room clears. Oh it's an incredible sight. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite parts. Okay. And my other favorite part in the movie is the last version of the Murder Junkies briefly featured D.D. Ramone. Okay. bass player for the Ramones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the inner, well, Todd Phillips is yeah. asking him, so what's it like playing in the murder junkies? And his answer is like something like, oh, is that what the man's called? <laughs> <laughs> <I don't. laughs> it's such a perfect, like DD and Gigi, yeah. well, they're not rivals, but DD was, he had his own demons. Man. Right. Anyway, that's the story of Gigi Allen. That
0: You weren't joking <laughs> That is
1: disgusting <laughs> I felt like A disclaimer was in order
0: <laughs> I feel like Almost need to rename That's not even a tragedy Tuesday That's like a Gross out Screws day Saturday There we go yeah. There we go <laughs> but, Wow Okay Yeah uh, well, if anyone's still listening, do you have some music that that made you listen to? So, music! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Peter, Paul, and Mary! <laughs> yeah, right. Um, You know, I don't want to listen to any of his music, really. Fair. Like, I never listen to it. Really I not a of, Texas Nazis fan? Uh, you know, out of curiosity, I'm like, what does this sound like? Right. And like I said, some of the early stuff in and of itself yeah. is pretty good. Right. So, you know, if you want to listen to a good example of... Gigi Allen yeah listen to uh Bored to Death by Gigi Allen G.G. Allen and the Jabbers okay G.G. Allen and the Jabbers yeah came out in 1979 okay in and of itself a pretty cool song okay but otherwise, you know, don't. Don't. I mean, where <laughs> is the first episode when the recommendation is don't listen? Don't to this listen to this song. <laughs> You're probably not hearing it right. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is dead silence I mean, who is literally like an honest? I like, got Gigi Allen fan, like just creeps and weirdos. Well, and yeah. Todd Phillips, I guess. Right, right. And Todd Phillips, <laughs> who I might guess. be a creep and a weird.
0: Maybe, maybe we have Gigi Allen to thank for old school. One of yeah, one of the funniest it, it, movies of it. Ever seen. In,
1: yeah, old school is really funny, and yeah. we watched it again recently. Yeah, after i have not seen it in years, <laughs> and my friend, well, our friend Mike yeah. was like, yeah. "I wonder how many parts are going to be that are just so inappropriate that would never fly in 28, 2018." Right. Yeah. I think it was 2018. Yeah, the first five minutes, the guy he's like, "Hey, where's my in the cab?" He's my, like, "My my seatbelt's broken. What do you recommend do I mean? do?" I suggest you stop being a. F-
0: yeah. The other F word. Yeah. It's like,
1: whoa, there it is. Yeah, within the first
0: five minutes. (laughs) I remember that actually. I had forgotten about that part completely. (sighs) Times have definitely changed because I remember that being hilarious in theaters and then watching it again recently. And being like, oof. <laughs> yeah. Another example, Ace Ventura. Is Ace Ventura is hilarious for 80% of the movie. And, and then in the last 20%, oh, he right. finds out that he kissed a dude. He kissed a dude. And then there's like a five long minute montage of him like <laughs> cleaning his mouth out plunging with soap his face. and like plunging his face just and crying just,
1: in the shower. Yeah.
0: Okay. Jeez. <laughs>
1: that would not happen now. Yeah, no, <laughs> not so <not that> much. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening, and yeah. please don't stop listening. Despite... <laughs> a tragedy.
0: That was a tragic Tuesday. It was. That's as good a place as any to wrap up 2019. I think so.
1: <laughs> hey, have a heck of a new year, and uh, yeah, be good. I can don't I, drink and drive.
0: I can tell you. I can tell you. We got we got big plans for 2020. We've already planned uh, the first few episodes for January or when, when we come back. Mm. So that's that's going to be fun. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in for this first. So we haven't quite done a year. It's been like six months now, but thanks for tuning in for 2019 to this podcast. Excited for 2020. Yeah. Our uh,
1: first year. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Woo.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you're partying tonight, drive safe. Don't drive. Don't drive if you're partying. Get an Uber. Get an Uber. Or just, or just sleep sleep on the floor. Don't oh, yeah. shit on the floor like Gigi Allen would, <laughs> but sleep on the floor. Curl up in a nice, respectful ball. <laughs> yeah. If you go to the bathroom, up. listen to your bowels and go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Do it in a toilet. It'd be a good guest. <laughs> be a good Gigi. We're going off the rails. <laughs> if you want to help us out, as always, uh, subscribe, leave us a review. That'd be fantastic. Mm. And uh, just tell anybody you think would like this podcast to listen. Maybe maybe we don't start with this episode. No. But no. Go back to the beginning and start with that one. <laughs> or, you know, one of the earlier ones. Yeah. Any other episode. Any other episode guaranteed <laughs> to have 100% less poop in it. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> Don't forget to check us out on social medias at This Disaster Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can check out our website, www.thisdisasterpod.com. Thanks, and we'll see you back for our next major disaster. See ya. Bye.